All right, so it's Proudly Resents. We're with Susie Felber. Hello. That is Susie Felber and Adam Felber. Hello. We are not married. And I'm Adam Spiegelman. Today we're proudly resenting John Travolta is Gotti. In Gotti. In Gotti. Mm-hmm. It just came out this year. In a Gotti DeVita. <laughs> out of Gotti DeVita. It's a terrible film. Uh, spoiler alert, right? I don't think there's anything. No, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. It got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, and we thought, well, that's a good reason to watch it, which turns out not to be a good reason to watch it. I feel it. like Rotten Tomatoes overrated this film. <laughs> it was way too high. Well, I think a zero makes you think it's going to be so bad, it's going to be super fun, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't. No. Super fun. I feel like they shot this film, and then they gave it to somebody who said, can you save my pile of shit? Yes, they're like, well, we got all these scenes, can you just do something? And they all take it? place in different decades. At once. Like yeah. One, but it would be like 1971, then 1979, then 85, then 874. And then 1990, yeah. What time it was 89 and then 90. Like, I felt like, why did they even need to do that? It just was they, just... They a, were resisting telling a coherent story because there was none. Well, there was no story, but I want to say the best supporting... Uh, actor was uh, all the background furniture because decade to decade the background furniture stayed beautifully. I feel like 1965. Yeah, there was some fantastic. It was uh, all mid-century modern awesomeness. Outdoor chairs, some great lampshades. There were some couches. The the curtains were were really nice. And could you say that it was like a, a character in the movie? It was. It was the only character in the movie. It <laughs> <laughs> made sense. So, uh, uh, Gotti- can, can I just? Can, I, I do want to kind of sum up this in some way. The thing that we're that you have to deal with if you're going to watch Gotti starring John Travolta is that you will not have a linear narrative. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an imagistic poem. Do you have to say linear narrative? Why don't you just say you will not have a narrative? You will not have a narrative at difference? all. It's like an imagistic poem. Like every few minutes, John Gotti played by Travolta in various amounts of age makeup, will be arrested, and while he's being arrested, he'll be like, Hey, what are you doing, Mr. Carter? You arrested me over here. And there's one thing that didn't age, his eyebrows. His eyebrows stayed the same throughout the movie. They were dark and lush caterpillars throughout the entire movie, no matter how old he was, no matter how much his hair changed, the eyebrows stayed strong. And even though the narrative doesn't make sense, and it does not make sense, one thing that is clear is that this was made by people who love the mafia. Why is that? Why do you say that? Well, one of the reasons is we never, uh, we never once, not in the entire movie, get a glimpse into what business the mafia is doing. Well, all we know is they sit around, mm-hmm. they, they talk about each other, they gossip, right, and then they kill each other. And they talk right. about earnings, but we don't know what those we earnings are. Earn. Some people sh- are big earners. Some people yeah. are small Some people earners. are big earners. Some are small. They say drugs. No, no good. You can't do drugs we at one point. We know they don't sell drugs. But in Goodfellas, they do sell drugs, so they must have been in drugs. And Well, we don't know what they were in. They were doing they, something. Yeah, whatever it is, it, this movie politely ignores whatever it is the mob does. So that by the time the government arrests the mob, this movie feels justified in saying... Well, they followed us for years. Who's the crook here? We don't know because we don't know what they did. Yeah, exactly. Well, we know the police followed them. That's something. Yeah. And then, and 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 as a matter of history, mm-hmm. we know the police followed them because they were involved in an incredible amount of crime. Gambling, well, they called them drugs. a crime family, but they didn't say what the crime Do was. You know what the crime was? Yeah. What? It was, there were there was there was gambling there was drugs there was uh, they were a crime family there was shakedowns and protection and payments they were a crime family uh huh what about Elmos did they sell 
Elmos? Yeah, like falling off the truck Elmos. You just, it? you just made up the <laughs> Elmos <laughs> thing. Elmos is not the You're 80s. making up shit to protect the mob right here. I, I, I'm just saying. What look, are they paying you, Spiegelman? I, I, I might have something tied. One of my cats might be tied up. But I'm just saying that these are good people that are giving out Cabbage Patch dolls in the 80s. You know how hard it was to get one. Wow. Wow. I just wow. want to go on record. I, I do have to say that like what Adam is saying right now, is very similar to what was being said in the movie. <laughs> Meaning like, nonsense? My dad was just thrown in prison, and what was his crime? Right? Cabbage Patch Kids? What was his crime? We don't know. Besides killing everyone who got in his way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's that. Let's start. To protect a, a piece of, of business that we're not allowed to talk there about. There was a lot of sure shooting people so they could stay in the mystery business. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. So It might have been crime. selling toy and juvenile furniture. <laughs> it might have been. Got to say, a lot of drone shots. Lot Lots of, of drone, drone shots. shots. So we remembered we were in New York. When we were, not only was the drone shot of the Statue of Liberty and its famous buildings, mm-hmm. and they're playing New York, New York, but also it says on the bottom after all that, New York City. Like, oh, 1985, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah the Empire so. State Building was not enough of a clue. Right. No, you had, to, you had to list 1985. And what City. about the music? I mean, All right. you pointed that out. The music was, it was a incongruous, yeah. to say the least. It was uh, Here's more... Here's my theory about oh. the music is that a lot of people uh, saw uh, good no, songs. Go ahead. Go, ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. No. No, you have good. something really great to say. You should say it. Uh, what I was going to say is, Adam, I want to hear what you have to say. Wow. Yeah, like that, passive-aggressive. You know going. how Goodfellas had this great <laughs> mu- music? Yes. Yeah, for... for but it fitted. Fit. Yes. <laughs> yes. It feels like the people who made this movie licensed every tune they could that wasn't in Goodfellas and just kind of stapled it onto various scenes. That's something they all have in common. They were not in Goodfellas. No. But none of them made any sense. None but they were wrong for the decades. For the decades? Yeah, so there's a party scene where uh, John Gotti Jr. meets his future wife. And then also we hear, fair. the things we do for love. No, no, no they that, played I, I Pitbull. Don't know that was what? Pitbull. They played Pitbull, which is 20 years later. Okay. They played two Pitbull songs in a row. Right. So it wasn't even like movie I like background Pitbull. music. It was party music. I like Pitbull too. But, but it was completely inappropriate. He wasn't, well, he wasn't even recording back then. He was Mr. Probably local. not born. He was Mr. Miami. He wasn't worldwide. Yet. Maybe not born. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pitbull reference. Anyone? So... It was a lot of white guys being introduced and not all of them being used. So we go, oh, that's uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano, obviously. And then it used. was Chiron on the screen. But there'd be eight guys around the Chiron. So yeah. you don't know which one, which dark hair. One of the guys in this crowd is Sammy the Bull Gravano. Yeah. <laughs> they all have dark hair, and there was no way to remember. No. I like that Sammy the Bull Gravano was a recurring theme in this movie. Yeah. Because they just kept him there, occasionally talking to characters, and then you learn at the very end that he's the big rat. No, you don't learn at the very end. You learn at the beginning because you said, oh, yeah, that's Sammy the Bull. He's the big rat. Like, oh, I I'm didn't sorry know I spoiled American history for you. <laughs> oh, oh, there's George Washington on the screen. Spoiler alert. He ends up first president. Sammy I, the Bull Gravano is kind of famous. I didn't know that. But you didn't Washington? know Sammy the Bull Gravano was the big I've rat? I heard the, the name. No, I didn't know he was a big rat. Yeah. It's like, oh, spoiler alert. Thomas Jefferson is going to write the declaration. I'm just saying. Uh, spoiler alert. I didn't know. Darth Vader, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, I'm going to cut that up. So the music didn't make any sense. Pitbull's in the wrong decade, like yep. by 20, 30 years. <laughs> and then also a car blows up. Two yep. guys get in the car. It's a great shot. Yet- that was my favorite shot. Wait, Susie, you woke up at we that point. We didn't know who got shot, And then went back to sleep. And they played the song uh, Living in America, which James Brown, famous mm-hmm. for being in the Rocky movie, 
But he wrote that song for the Rocky movie. You mean the one he performed in the Rocky movie? Living in America, he wrote for the Rocky movie. So why was it in this film? Because they could get the rights to it. I think they were available. Did they have a... I felt like the director, who we'll point out who it is in a second, because it's a big one, came in with his iPod shuffle. I don't know who the director is. Do you know who the director is? Don't remember. Did see it on the screen. Don't remember. By the way, you saw it twice. Director's credit is usually the last credit. But in this film, it was the first and the last. And And I missed both. Who is it? Please um, tell me it's George Lucas. George Mucus. 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 No, No, it was... um, God, I can't remember his name. Ray. E, <laughs> e from Entourage. You're the worst podcast host in history. That was the director? The guy who played E in Entourage. So uh, E, that was E's movie. Yeah. that was. You can blame him. So he made this film. It was terrible. I mean, he doesn't get enough credit for making the world's worst film. He got away scot-free, I think. Really? Because he's being hired for to do what right now? I don't know. But no one's trashing his name all over the place. Here, Here's what's objectionable about this. All of it. Well, all of it. As a film, is terrible. But in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the mob killed a lot of people near where we grew up. Like a lot of people. Supposedly our next-door neighbors, remember that? Yeah. His car blew up on yeah. the LIE. Absolutely. Accidental no car blow up. Out. Remember all the times your car blew up on the highway? Yes. Never. <laughs> oh, never. Yeah, so exactly. So, so the fact is the mob did some really awful things, and this movie kind of wanted you to think they were being unfairly persecuted by the government. And only fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah, right. All they did was kill each other. Yeah, we didn't see much about... Which is by the end of the movie when when people are going like, why do you have to keep him caged like an animal? All he ever did was show loyalty to his family. I'm thinking, I'm watching a mob propaganda movie. I liked all the original news footage and the John Gotti son character... Far better looking fictional than in real life. Well, it's based on his book, so you must have had some choice. Like, let's get a guy who is 20 to play me as a teenager, 20, and 40. Right, when they show the actual picture, you're like, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I mean, he's a very handsome man. What am I, an idiot? Listen. Yeah, what are yeah. you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Wait, is, is he Adam still alive? Yeah. He has his address. You could just it, get no, into no, no, the no. San Fernando Valley. Is drive he still west. alive? I don't know. But he obviously wrote, he wrote I love the, book the movie. Yeah. It was great. Very good movie. I would see it again Finally and again. Finally set the record straight about the persecution of the mob. So the movie is fascinating. And because scene. And scene. I'm Adam Felber. And <laughs> I'm Adam <laughs> So the movie was supposed to come out in December. It came out in May. But like four theaters. No one saw it. Yeah. And it got zero on Rotten Tomatoes. And I guess Lionsgate dropped the film because it's terrible, is my guess. Yeah. I mean... And then they, Did it get a zero on Rotten Tomatoes because literally no one's seen it? No, 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 it got a zero because people were rating it zero. Oh, they were rating it zero. It was kind of like, it reminded me of some Well, other... they go after them, those people. Yeah, okay. mob. Yeah. Mob. Yeah. We would never give it a zero. I would say um, that guy Ebert is probably your best friend. Anyway, yes, and we hated this film, and you've been listening to We Hate Movies. And uh, my name is Eric. It's <laughs> <laughs> so Thank you for listening. <laughs> It reminded me of that movie Wired. Did you ever see that? The John Belushi movie starring Michael Chiklis. Yes. So it's a terrible film. And in the idea of it, he's dead on a slab. And then he wakes up and Hispanic uh, cab driver, played by Ray Sharkey, drives him around New York and gives him his life story. So anyway, Can you uh, tell me what this has to do with this Gotti movie? The movie made no sense in either this one. There's just a series of events of like, this was like a best of. Mm-hmm. Like right, like these are scenes and God. I'm talking about Gotti now. 
scenes of like things you remember. Well, is it possible that the books, the, because the book it was based on only had the perspective of the mob, so they weren't going to talk about the other things they did, only going to yeah. talk about what I happened I think that's exactly it. I think they did a like faithful there, rendition of... There's probably of, nothing in the book about what they actually did, not copying... But they to, did do things. I know they did, but maybe that's not in the book. In the book, it's Toys. just, hey, this is what happened in the family. I love how they when they were in the basement, uh, with all the Pitbull soundtrack stuff and living in America, as soon as they went to that basement to discuss the new leadership and Gotti gets I don't know if the word is elected or Gotti becomes a guy that's when they brought in the godfather like violin music yeah. only in the basement did we get the Italian yes. violin music Well, that's what it was a coincidence they were living next door <laughs> they had a big concert and they were just like I can't sleep I the can't family sleep. next door had the had the, the Hackensack string quartet yes it's like the wolf pack that yeah. movie yes yeah, they were and right. they were just living in there the yeah. seven kids oh, I wish they'd shut up back there but we have no choice we have to go ahead with this initiation yeah but <laughs> we Despite wish we could put on the- some pit bull right now but it's but we 20 have, years too early. We have this Brahms string quartet in the backyard next door, so we're going to have to go ahead with the initiation like this. Do you think they bought the rights to the story and then um, were like, or they like said, you know, we have all these songs we owe them the rights to. We need to do something with the songs. <laughs> you think it what led with God? the songs? So it was like yeah. singing in the rain. Yeah, they're like, what do we do? The songs that, came first. Is that what happened, singing in the rain? Yeah, Singing in the Rain was a collection of... Uh, Adam just wanted to show up his singing in the rain knowledge. Yeah, it was it. a collection of songs. Great. What they did is they took these nine songs that they still have the rights to and said can you write a musical around these nine songs which is why those songs are such weird departures from the movie like Moses uh. Supposes has nothing to do with the movie nor does Broadway Melody none of these songs have anything to do with the okay, movie okay but there's an, I, you don't actually buy the theory that they had this music and then decided to pick up this book to fit it they did. Oh, for Julia. No, they for, no, for this one no for this one it for was just Gotti. they were idiots who wanted to be apologists for the mob Oh, oh. Hey, he's going to come to your house right look, now. Adam Felber, and I live in Weehawken, New Jersey. <laughs> Shut up. On the cliffs. No, right near where Alex By the way, all, like half my neighbors are made men. Are they really? So, Do you think they went to see I the movie and were they excited or were they disappointed? Well, like, I don't think they knew about this. Theaters? No one knew about this movie. No one saw this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to know if someone saw it in the theater. I would love to see We got a, uh, a, a we procured, a, it fell off a truck in honor of a, of a film. Look, an unfortunate series of accidents happened to a man who was carrying this movie. He was in a truck. He was driving this movie towards New Jersey in order yes. to show it. And he turned left in Texas, which he shouldn't have done. No. He fell off a cliff. Yeah. His truck his truck vanished. Um, he accidentally swallowed a stick of dynamite and blew up. But the movie itself ended up in rural Oklahoma. And we found it in a DVD player. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we have the driver right here. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't remember nothing. Don't, don't it's know where crazy that this from. movie exists. I, know, yeah. I have to say though, I don't think John Travolta, besides his ageless eyebrows, I don't think he was so bad. Like, no, he I, wasn't. I don't think we have to rag on John Travolta. I think if he had had a script, he was not a bad. Especially old cancer Gotti, he was pretty good as old cancer Gotti. Don't so you he think? was like, oh, I got the cancer in my neck, and then he was like. Here's my convincing cancer in the neck moment. And then he would clutch his neck with his right hand on the left side and go, oh, oh. my neck. There was a moment, moment like in the room where the mom says, oh, and I have cancer, where uh, Stacey Keach, who's like his mentor, says, um, 
blah 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 blah, and the my cancer blah 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 blah, and that yeah. was it. And then he dies of cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, four scenes later. In this movie, but sort do of you like, guys agree? Like, John, how's your cancer doing? He's like, ah, not so good. Oh. It's in my neck now. I feel but my cancer. But you agree, right? Travolta wasn't terrible. He was not terrible. It was the good. movie was terrible. He wasn't terrible. So, this is to go on why the movie wasn't good. The guy with the cancer yes. dies. We're at his funeral. And during the funeral, they flash back to the scene we were just watching when he was alive. And then back to the future. But And then ah. they come to the future. And you see the son hanging out alone in his room. And behind him, the cancer is sneaking up. Behind his chair. Just Hello? Like, Who's Hello? There? Hello? What do you want? Pizza? Wait, no, you're Wait my cancer. You're I my dad's cancer, pizza. aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm pizza. <laughs> you're delivering pizza? No, I'm a giant pizza because kids love the and pizza. And the cancer jumps all over us. Hey, I'm a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> what are you? Ah, gotcha. Ah, that cancer. Come over here, you cancer. Oh, you crazy cancer. <laughs> so the, the through line, which yes. is a... Uh, uh, it could have just been. It was too long. The through it line was John Travolta with the cancer Travoltas. Yeah, cancer Travolta. His son comes and says he's going to um, turn himself in. Yeah. So he can get seven years instead of twenty. Right. Right. And that and Travolta doesn't want him to do it. And they talk about that for about twenty twenty five minutes. Scattered yeah. throughout the movie too. It's not. It's not like one conversation. So it's not like they no, come back. No, kept coming back. They kept coming back. Susie slept through four of those scenes. I did not. I saw every scene. I slept through a few <laughs> random brown-haired guys. You missed the romantic montage. Did I miss anyone you get whacked? You missed the romantic montage where John Travolta and his cancer took a vacation to the Caribbean. Okay, I missed that. Oh, it was kind of like uh, calling by your name. Yeah, they yeah. were running on the beach together. Yeah, Basically, yeah. you could say anything about this movie because no <laughs> one's going to watch it. But also, it didn't make any sense, and you can believe it. Yeah, you got Come on, Cantor, let's swim. Oh, this is crazy. They played the theme to Perfect Strangers in that one scene <laughs> during, the, during the funeral. All of a sudden, they, they got the Golden Girls going. Oh, my I don't God. Know this yeah, is it. didn't it. make any sense. I don't know. It, it had to be like, was it a favor? Was it a bunch of guys who were like, let's do this? I think they shot maybe two or three movies worth of material. And then they handed it to an editor the way that a toddler hands a mom three mud pies and said, make something out of this. They spent a lot on yeah. the filming. I mean, those those lampshades were very... I mean, they had to go to a lot of estate sales to get that great furniture. And yet, somehow, they came to a place where they couldn't tell a story in sequence. So that tells me that they just handed these, these scenes over to an editor and said, do your best. Got to right. go, or else we'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Show a scene, get out quick. I mean, maybe the mob funded the movie. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I would, I would never say such a thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, no, the mob the flop house. Funded. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> we, for John we live in Montana. <laughs> live in Montana. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the film. It's 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 uh, it's so disjointed. But you know how a lot of movies start with sort of like here's 1971, here's 1988, here's 1965, here's 1993, right? A lot of movies start like that, right? Uh-huh. So you get a sense of a character, and then suddenly like kabang, we're in 1978. We're going to spend the rest of the movie there, and maybe go forward in time, unless there's a flashback to way right. back. Which will happen? How come once we didn't have any flashback? This to, like, never happens. Gaudi's motivation. What happened when he was a kid? I thought, why wouldn't we spend on that? Like, how did he become... 
the Who thing he is, was. We, Why didn't they go back? It was a three-hour-long movie introduction. Yeah. yeah, it never started. Bang, we're it, in was, it was a lot of trailers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of trailers and stitched together. And so the the movie though starts, the first very first thing you see is John Gotti himself standing by the river, and he turns to the camera and he starts talking to us about how he lived his great life and yes. now he's dead. And that was which has to be the last thing shot in that movie. Because they must have like we need a beginning and an end. Yeah, and then, yeah. Or we need more Travolta. You stand by the river and just say. I'm John Gotti. I was alive, and now I'm dead. Okay, I gotta admit, I didn't get that he said that he was dead. Yeah, it was Did really he actually ridiculous. say that? Yeah, he's wow. like, you're the ideal audience for this movie. Because <laughs> you were in suspense, you the even part. though the movie started with him saying, now so I'm dead. So wait a minute, you, that was really <laughs> him dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked great dead. He looked really no, good. No, 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 absolutely. By the way, you're right. But you are Why did he look better dead? Then he did, he had cancer. Why didn't he, if Because he's dead, in every movie there was either his wife or cancer just nag, nag, nagging. I'm just saying, is it that when you're dead you get to choose your idealized form? You look the best. To address the camera? Yeah, yeah. You wow. look the best. You look like you got one moment. And he was dressed real nice dead. Who was the Dapper Don. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they only yeah. use that The once. Dapper Don, that's what we call that. Oh, dead. So yeah, he said, and when that scene happened, it just got so excited because you know you're in for a great, terrible too, movie. So that was dead, dead. God, that was the beginning. us at the end. And the end, too. Yeah, yeah, he says, and I'm dead. Like, he didn't even need to come out at the end, because he didn't say anything like, I lived a wonderful life, I wouldn't change a thing, or whatever. No. He just said, I'm dead, movie's over. Uh, <laughs> tip, your waitress, <laughs> tip your waitress. Throw out your your popcorn so some poor kid. Remember, recycling and, and, and organic material is and not the same thing. And if you do thing. a podcast making fun of this, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. Adam Spiegelman lives at three no, two no, no, one no. one what, what? Been, I'm just I got to introduce the show. You listen to Projection Booth. My name is Mike White. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm here with the Felbers. So, uh, would you recommend this movie, Susie, to somebody else? Recommend? I want. I think this movie uh, might be able to cure cancer because it was a bit like you know how chemotherapy poisons you to cure the cancer I feel poisoned by this movie and I feel like maybe this movie beat any cancer out of my body and scared it away that's how bad it was Susie Felber cancer free cancer free after watching the movie still filled with syphilis now Adam question (laughs) would you recommend this film here's the thing I like to watch movies because they're bad this one is a movie that never started yeah, we like should have watched. You never got to the point where it was bad because it was it was it it's this amazing pastiche of mob cliches. So here's my recommendation. I suspect that many of your listeners, Adam, are stoners. If you're a stoner and hanging out with some fellow stoners and you want to see a movie that aimlessly wanders in the world of the mob, this is your movie. No, there if are If you're no, not those people, don't watch this movie. I don't think there are any stoners. I think the stoners should watch A Talking Cat. Come on, that would be far better. That was great. That's that was a good, that's a good, that was a good video. It's a callback to uh, episode Call, we did Susie. Callback to kids. episode awesome that I did years ago. Yeah, no, but, but I think if you love awfulness, you could watch this movie and like it because it's so awful. I think this film really? was made... For HBO back in the 80s, where you can leave it on, where you turn it on TV and you flip into the channel and you're like, what's on HBO? And you get the middle of this movie. Because you mm. can come in and come out at any time. 
It's not even that good. Sense. It's really not. And and you never get like Shannon Tweed in a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't get that. It's yeah. like the Beastmaster of Mafia films. You don't get anybody naked, by the way. No. Oh, God, his wife, though, being cured of her drug addiction with one stern talk and the sweep of the pills. That was good. That's right. Gotti, our, this is a wonderful moment. John Gotti finds that his wife is dealing with the death of her son by taking pills. He grabs the three pill bottles. He throws them off by the side of the bed, throws his wife back on the bed and says, don't do that stuff. And then she's cured. He'll always Ta-da. be in our heart. Don't do it. And then we never see the pills again. She's cured. She's cured. And uh, I felt like it would just say, like, Oscar nomination comes here. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, this is the, the Oscar scene. There's a lot of great, like, just random scenes like that. What was well, there's yeah. a lot of random scenes that are just obviously sort of like, we saw good fellas. We know what, what to do with this scene. Well, there was important scenes. All right, so let's not lost be lost on the fact that, unfortunately, obviously, uh, John Travolta and his wife lost their son in real life. And then they addressed the Gaudis losing their son. So Ooh, they I didn't that even scene. see oh, wow, that, but you're that's, right. That's deep. That's deep cut. Because there's a lot of wow. all right, there's a lot of things that they show, like see, like the sparks killing, the sparks uh, steakhouse killing, which is major. Right. Their son dying, but you don't. Besides her, his wife having a pill addiction for ten minutes, there's no real effect of the son when dying. Ten minutes, you mean fifteen seconds? Fifteen seconds. Yeah. You know, I think it was almost like let's do these scenes, and you know, maybe that's how they got him. Like, you know, this would be amazing if you guys did this scene. Uh, about somebody else, you know, they did it together. I mean, that was really sad. That was a good scene. What, the dead kid? Well, in real life, and then they're playing it on the screen. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You no, I mean, you I, feel no bad. I feel bad for both the Travoltas and to an extent for the Gaudis. But I, uh, the the confluence of the the horrible accident that happened to the Travoltas and the kind of non-accident that happened to the Gaudis on screen didn't evoke any sympathy in me. What do you mean by non-accident? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, that guy, he was rubbing out that kid. What? It was a milk money shakedown. You guys oh, didn't see that? Oh, my God. My you guys didn't get permission. You didn't see that? It was... <laughs> what happened? I didn't... Eddie Feldman in the fourth grade said, you bring me the lunch money or you get, you're going to get whacked. And then, a, and then a guy ran over the Gotti kid. Did he? Kiss him on the cheek, or you know, like we didn't see like, that. I love you, Fredo. That's what happened. We all know that's what happened. So it was a hit. But all right, so Staten in the Island movie, childhood is not as easy as you think it is, my friend. Well, all right, so the guy who accidentally uh, killed—it was an accident, according to Gotti. Allegedly, Gotti's son. Allegedly, <laughs> okay. Uh, the mob rubs him out, and the, yeah. the, uh, you were talking with Susie about mm-hmm. how they had like real news footage, and they did because you you can see the old guys we grew up with from New York. Uh, Robert Grimsby and whatever, but then they had a Roger, news, Roger Grimsby. They had a news report about the guy who accidentally killed the son getting yeah. thrown in the back of a van. But the news report was so detailed that it was like, "There's no way they did that on TV news." No, you know what I mean. Unless somebody called TV news and said, "Here's what the report is: <laughs> the victim was allegedly." into a van, shot 17 times in the head, drove to the top of the hill, rode down the hill, run over three times at the bottom of the hill, thrown into the harbor, <laughs> fell into a pit of acid, the acid was lit on fire, and then the victim allegedly died of wounds thereof, complicated by... Allegedly. <laughs> Roger Stone, ABC7. Now back to you, Roger Grinsby, you motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you got a problem with my report? You don't like it? 
over here, Roger Gunsby. Nobody said to forget. No one was told to forget about it. So that, I appreciate that. And we never heard the word forget about it. Remember, oh, we're going to have a drinking game. Nobody said it. We report. We actually started a drinking game for forget about it. It never happened. Yeah. So good thing you guys didn't drink at all. So we're very sober. <laughs> I don't know, we're very sober. You're very sober. Absolutely without stain. So you said that stuff about the Gotti son sober. Yes. All right. So no excuse. No, no, none. And know. again, my name is Adam Spiegelman. No. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Doug Loves Movies. Thank you for listening. I'm Doug Stanhope. I'm Jaja Gabor. Hello, Jaja. Uh, is there a moral to this film? That's amazing. That's an amazing question because in most, in almost every every mob film in history, including. Including The Untouchables, including Goodfellas, including all the Godfather movies. There's this implied morality play where crime doesn't pay. I'm going to tell you, the moral here was don't be a rat. That's exactly it. In this particular (laughs) mob movie, the only one I've ever seen, the moral wasn't crime doesn't pay. The moral was don't be a fucking rat. What's the matter with you? What are you, an asshole? Yeah, what are you, an asshole? I will kill you. We'll fucking kill you. Don't be a rat. Forget Being about it. Being a rat it. is hazardous to your health, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and that is what I learned from this movie. I also want to say, Gotti's wife, she had... I was not really believing her accent. I mean, she went so far with this. It was like... It was my cousin Vinny times to the nth power. I didn't believe it. They don't talk like that. No, she was a, she was very my cousin Vinny. Yeah, she even said use. Come she on, use. use once in a situation that did not. It didn't call it. It, it didn't was call like, for I, it. I love use. It was I love use. I think it was. Hey, I love use. Yeah, it was yeah. almost like you get a New Jersey English teacher come no, out and was, say, like, "Hey, that was an improper use of use." Now break it down. Use. Use <laughs> gonna get a kick in the head. Use gonna. Use gonna get. I a love kick in use. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly right. I, I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna kick him. I'm gonna kick her. I'm gonna kick use. Yeah. yeah. yeah but here's the bad thing. I use now want to read the book. Which I want to oh, know. Oh, and again, this book was written by John Gotti's son. I want to know if the book was. I any think the book better. never touched the business. I wonder. I mean, yeah. Well, because be honestly, again. For all we could tell watching this movie, this could have been about a retail carpet sales business. We never knew what the business was. Yeah. You can cut in a better movie in this film. Yep. You know, Or maybe you can cut another John Travolta movie right. into this film. Cause right. These people want deep pile and we have only Turkish rugs. Or the business could have been dancing on oh. light up floors and oh, it was very that competitive. Would be that been, that's the movie. Something so like he has that. three. I can't remember the other ones, and I don't have internet access. But three movies on the list of. I love that you're saying you don't have internet on access. on the list of what. And I know that you have at least fifty megabits per second internet access out here right now. What? Oh my god! Wow, look at this guy dropping internet. Out. I know. Seven bit rates. A- Adam is bragging about his. Uh, he just said he didn't his have internet, internet speed. Well, maybe you didn't give him the password. No, I don't have the password. Oh uh, yeah, I'll tell you the password. The password. You're is not Nostradamus Van Nuys. How do you know? Wait, that's where I live. <laughs> Wait a second. That's kind of scary. But he has, so he has three movies. Um, I'm guessing Battlefield Earth. Like I think he was just like I love Battlefield Earth. So that was a better movie. Yes, if, if we have time before my sister goes back to the East Coast, we should watch Battlefield Earth. And You're going to make me watch Battlefield Earth. Have you not seen it? No. You would love it so much more than this Gotti thing well, because I, it's a, I like anything it's in space. 
Yes. I would have loved this movie, this mob movie, if it had been in space. It could be. They could cut Battlefield Earth into this movie, <laughs> and it would make sense. Battlefield Earth is way better. All right. So did we talk about oh, the moral of the film? We, we covered that. There is no moral. The moral is don't betray the family. And can you say something nice about the movie? You did say that he was a good actor, right, Susie? Was there anything else? I thought else? he was a good actor. I thought he had nice eyebrows. I liked the background furniture. Uh, I was just like fascinated by uh, particularly the lamps and the chairs. There was a very nice hutch. Did you see that hutch? Uh, I missed the hutch. I, you guys were not watching. Oh man! There was a. Fa- I mean, whoever like I, I, like I want to look at the credits and see who the set designer was because you don't get a hutch like that without well, a the, very the, talented gay man on set. Well, Maybe there was they, the, the, there was a separate credit that I saw for Hutch Wrangler. So uh, that <laughs> been, that Do you think they built the movie around the hutch? I think so. And they're like, listen, they get some, we got to let's get some songs. Movie around shit. We have a gorgeous hutch, and so that that's all I have to say. I can't think of what else I liked about the movie. That was it. The background like, furniture was the best. The movie, they just felt like they had to finish it. And Travolta looked great, and he made me feel young again because he looks like younger than springtime. He is very handsome, even in his old gaudy wig. Well, maybe not with can- even his cancer gaudy. He was cute. Yes, I don't was, feel that way. He looked like Deadpool. <laughs> he was wearing the Deadpool he mask. Felt like a, he looked like a dead man. Adam, can you say something nice about this film? Yes, I can. Go ahead. If you want to see an introduction to a film that lasts two and a half hours, watch this movie. <laughs> if you love introductions, if you love introductions, if you love skipping around, here's what happened here. Here's what happened there. Here's what happened there. We're about to start the movie, but here's what happened there. You can't then stop you can talking in, in mob way, can you? No, 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 no. This you can't. And again, You're talking that and way. And again, they, this is like pasta fazool, but they never talk about food, the actual specific food. The same way they don't talk about <gasps> what the business does. That's a point. There was no food in this movie. Wait a minute. This they, is a mafia movie. A we saw no eating, food. But they never say, this is fazool. No, I saw some cooking right before the gaudy son got killed, yeah. but did you see any food? Oh, there was How can it cook- be a mafia it's movie without food? It's the most non-specific food? mob movie ever. And what did you think? Did you think there was... What Adam, was if you had to say grace? something nice about this movie, what would it be? Adam from Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this film was good. I thought it was good. I thought all of it was a good part. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I gotta go. All right. Uh, yeah, I thought. I mean, at individual <laughs> scenes maybe were good, but no. they didn't. But there was no collection. No, of the the car blowing up. We all agree. That was cool because that they didn't was move an the excellent car away. blowing up. How do you scene. think they did that? I don't the, know. The but two it was guys great. get in. Guys, guys, they blew up a car. This is this is stupid. No, but the guys got in the car and they never got. They never cut away from that. That's amazing. They I've did, been, and then you could see sort of the shadow of their charred. It's Hollywood magic, you idiots. <laughs> I don't know. What about when that rocket ship hit the moon in the eye and the yeah, uh, like a big you, pizza pie? Like a big pizza. Uh, pie. The, the I, kids are gonna love that reference. All uh, right, you have been listening to. <laughs> no one listens to Paula, which is that. That's not true because you can actually hear this now. Oh, is that really gonna come on? Is it starting? Yeah, no, nobody listens today? to Paula Poundstone. We'll start in about a week. So, like, six months after this podcast hits. (laughs) (laughs) When does that show start? July 16th. Great. And what is it about? Uh, Paula Poundstone and me explore... We advise people on what to do about things. Like, do you want to tame a feral cat? Do you want to get your penis pierced? 
Do you want to understand how to tell your kid to move out of your house? We'll advise you on that podcast. Great. And Susie, you have anything to plug that you're... Uh Anything to plug? I'm just doing occasional storytelling shows in New York, and I work for a very cool French company called Withings. The mob. They're not the mob. They're the mob. They're not the mob. They're nice French people. What is your... You got the Twitters? Lay mob. They got lay mob. Susie Felber on Twitter. I'm on Twitter because I'm elderly. I'm also on Instagram, but most of my followers are on Twitter because I'm... Over 35. No. Adam. Yes. You can find you at Adam Felber? Yeah, pretty much. All right, we're wrapping this up. This is going really fast. You never met him. We're not married. That's my brother. That's my sister, and we, we've been divorced for years. <laughs> oh. It didn't work out. Oh. oh. Over here. Hey, Adam Spiegelman, go kill him in Van Nuys. I think right. you should. I think you should plug this podcast. You're listening to Proudly Resents. You can reach us at Proudly Resents on Twitter. Reach Adam at Mac.com on the emails. And we have a Facebook page where we talk about bad films, post news about bad films. And if you have a film, cult movie, uh, post stuff. And today I overheard someone at work say, we watched this movie called The Lure, The Lure, L-U-R-E. And he said, it's a mermaid, killer mermaid musical from Poland. Oh, I'm in. What? And I watched the trailer. I went back to my desk. It looks awesome. Yeah. I recommend Is that. Is it as to good everybody. as that Killer Mermaid Slovakian musical? Wait, why weren't we watching that <laughs> instead of the Gotti oh, movie? God, yeah. that would have been better than Gotti. Well, we'll watch that next instead right. of the other thing. So uh, I say go out and watch that. Oh, do you ever recommend something good? That's a new segment I'm doing. We watch something oh. bad. Is there something good you want? Podcast, movie, anything. The new Incredibles movie is, is not nearly as good as the first. But it's a very good movie. See Incredibles 2. And the soundtrack is kind of beyond compare. It's a brilliant, brilliant soundtrack. Well, like, I liked the uh, Anne of Green Gables reboot. I was a big fan of the original in the 80s. But people who love these books hate it. But the Anne of Green Gables reboot uh, on Netflix is dark and beautiful. This is a sure way to bring the mob down on you, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with the Anna hey, Green, Green, Green Gables, no way. She's, she a, talks she's at a the adorable, end, precocious redhead Take with mental problems. <laughs> I don't know. You put me on the spot for no, something there's good. A, there's a scene in the show where there's, John Travolta points to her and he goes, Hey, look over there. Is that Anne of Green Gables? <laughs> and then the Chiron goes up under and says, Anne, quote, of Green Gables. And there's seven women standing around. Yeah. And, and you don't know which one of them is. The <laughs> wow, you just you put me on the spot. I mean, other than that, that I can an, only recommend French hip hop. That was an amazing response to being put on the spot, though. Yeah, went Anne of Green Gables. And what about you? You got a good rec? Uh, French hip hop. I like. Uh, <laughs> I do have one that I can't remember what it was, but it's like. Uh, I saw that movie about the triplets. It's amazing. What is it? Uh, it's called Three Identical Strangers. That's another thing. Like The Incredibles doesn't need any help, but I highly recommend you see that. You should what? see the uh, the ArcLight while you're here. Really? It's really, really good. The less you know about it, the better. Great. Yes. yes. That sounds awesome. It's a really awesome documentary, and uh, it's really cool. It's in the theaters. It's to be a big hit. Uh, the kids will love it. I don't know if you can bring your kids. I guess you could. It's kind of scary. To trip documentaries about triplets? That's kind of, as a rule, I don't. No? For my kids. The kids love it. Best kids film. Oh, so you you and I, you did our show, this show a couple times, I think, 
really popular episode was the uh, Liberace episode. <gasps> Beyond the Camel Labra. I love that so much. It still gets a ton of hits. Really? Yeah. It does? It does. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah, it was re- actually a really good one. Yeah, that was not... Maybe we expected... Be, but that No, no, no. I think we. I got it early, and I thought it'd be kind of cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was really good. And then we... you, Of course, you and your son did uh Oh, God. He was terrible, cat. but it was adorable, but... Well, I learned a lesson. I didn't have kids. I didn't know that I thought your son could do an hour podcast, and after five minutes, he lost interest. I wouldn't let it go. No, and, and he had pocketed some lines, and he was like, within two minutes of the podcast starting, he had delivered his lines, and then he was like, what, I'm still here? I, I, I gave you my gold lines. That kind of describes every podcast ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. Come from people people start right. the podcast, they say their three lines, and then they're like, holy shit, we got 40 minutes to and go. And they can't talk. Speaking of lines, I had a great line, beginning of the film, uh, a, a logo, card, whatever, production card came up and it was for vertical films yeah and uh i had said loudly but not loud enough because you look at me like i'm crazy vertical films you when you watch our movies you get vertical and you walk out yeah that's yeah. a good line yeah. Yeah. i actually heard that at the time and the fact that you didn't hear my reaction <laughs> <laughs> you know what you heard cricket cricket uh, cricket i think that, it's a good line silence was earned yeah it was earned <laughs> yeah that's a good line. And then, Anna Felber, you've been on the show many, many times. I even made a subgenre so you can yeah, just you listen to your you show. Yeah, you did. I hope this ends up on the best of Anna Felber. Yeah, the but, best of Anna but has, we'll see. But has have his episodes done as well as Beyond uh, Behind the Candelabra? No. no. Ah, because. Yeah, can I just say what happened? Who's the fag hag in chief? Moi. Yeah. <laughs> that is why. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> most of the, most of the things I reviewed had very little butt sex. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we speaking of sex, the most popular episode, oddly, is the Good Luck Chuck episode. Oh, I was on that, wasn't I? You and Judith, and yeah. uh, it uh, it ah, has sucked th- out. It has about like thirty thousand more. Judith. Oh, um, Judith is ben fantastic. Benezra. She must have been the draw. She was the draw. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> how dare you? Um, I'm in the room too, you know. I get you're fighting with Hashtag your brother, but I'm here. me too. Yeah. Right? Hello. Yeah. But it has like thirty or 40,000 more than any other show. So it's like, there's got to be something wrong. And I have no idea why that is, because nobody's searching Good Luck Chuck. No, and that's actually, that's a better movie than this. Yeah. A better oh, no. bad movie. No, there's no movie I've ever reviewed that's worse than this. Right? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. It's awful. The Christmas Shoes made more Christ- sense. Uh, the Adam Sandler thing? Oh, that was terrible. The Cobbler? The Cobbler. Oh, I recommend that. Have you seen that? Loved it. It's a bad Adam Sandler movie Don't where he puts on the shoes he, of different people. He becomes that stereotype or that trope of the person. So when he be, goes in this Method Man shoes, he becomes a stereotypical black person. And oh, when he wow. Into, right? Who's That's the other fantastic. one? Yeah, it was really. And then, you know, the director of that film also had another movie come out that year. Which is called Please Shoot the Director in the Head. It was called Spotlight and went on to win an Oscar. That's right. He made two movies. One was The Cobbler. And I heard an interview with him on the show called The Business where she asked really insulting questions. And he was like, I needed my pool redone. Yeah, that's a resurfacing movie. Yeah, he definitely... The Cobbler is the ultimate pool resurfacing movie. (laughs) (laughs) So she had 20 minutes to talk about how great... You know, his new movie is, and, right. and, all, and also... Somebody says, hey, uh, also The Cobbler? 
Well, she I said that we're out of time. And what did he say? We're out of time. I don't want to talk about it. I and wanted he, a water uh, feature. And she's oh, like, he just wouldn't. <laughs> he just was like, uh, I don't feature. know. I made the movie. Uh, anyway, she like she'll ask like an embarrassing question. I love that Susie took it to water feature right away. I don't even get like what his that pool means. Need, it, because water feature is like when you have like a little fountain over your pool and stuff. <laughs> he invited. So he opened the door and they walked out to the backyard. Goes, <laughs> I get the cobbler now. I understand so the whole. It's film. a little more expensive. Yeah. But anyway, he asked about it, and he was like, I gotta go. And wow. Ran out. Oh, uh, I do recommend, I wanted to... You're the worst end, end of podcast guy ever. This is a Jewish ending. You have no idea how it's to end. It's a Jewish end. goodbye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next year in Jerusalem. Oh, we're here already. <laughs> How's oh. your mother? You guys want my mother now? I'm out the door. Listen to the show. Go to Facebook. Uh, post uh, stuff about movies and see Nobody stuff about listens movies. to Paul Thank you. We're in your backyard, right? Get out, out of my yard. Oh, boy. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>